If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. What's going on? 1-800-878-PLAY. That's the number to call to get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this this great land of ours. Whoop, whoop. Come on in. Let's talk some sports. And I'll talk like this. Let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, Trillaball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. I don't care. As long as it's sports, I'd like to hear from you. I had a guy years and years ago said, you know, Petros and Money, who? Yeah, Petros and Money, they do, uh, every week they do a dating advice show. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. How about financial stuff now? How about what to bet on? Well, I'll let J.D. Sharp do that for one segment. Other than that, let's just talk sports. Can we? Well, you know me, the entertainment world as well. I have not one, not two, but three filmmakers. LeBron, Grace Allen Walcott, her new film, River of Life. Also, Daniel Alexander, the director of a new short film called Gale. It's a horror spin on The Wizard of Oz. Uh, The lovely and talented Harula Rose. And um, she was a producer of Fruitvale Station. And uh, then we'll talk to JD in the third hour. But other than that, it's open lines. It's open season on Sports Talk. That's right. Come on in. And did you watch the Monday night game? Are you watching the baseball I haven't watched the baseball, I have to say. <laughs> Maybe when we get to the ALCS and the NLCS, I'll pay a little bit more attention. I mean, I've been watching it. I just haven't been like sitting down in a couch with Liberty, the Labrador at my side, and a pipe. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. 
Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash byline and use code byline. That's code byline at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Voxelaner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Wendy's new breakfast two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two-for-three-dollar biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price of participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Hey, thank you for that. Hey. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard. Bum, 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 dun, 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 bum, 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 bum. Uh, the Raiders won on Monday Night Football, which is very bizarre. But if they were going to have any 
and I mean any designs, on going to the postseason, this was really make or break. <clears throat> to go to one and three and you lose another game at home to a mediocre NFC team, it's just kind of like, yeah, ain't going to happen. You gotta, you gotta scratch it out, and I still pick the Raiders to be in last place, and they probably will be. But when you, um, you know, every win is beautiful in the National Football League, right? And so, seventeen to thirteen over the Packers, but it was a tough watch, man. These were two really bad teams, and Devontae Adams, by the way. You could argue the best wide receiver in football playing against his former team. Didn't have a lot of targets. And he caught three passes on the Raiders' game-winning drive that culminated with Josh Jacobs getting a touchdown. But in the first 42 minutes, he had only had um, one target. So he finished the night with four catches. And so after the game, the reporters are like, well, how come you weren't in the game plan? What's going on? He said, well, I mean, the way the game goes sometimes, I'm a little banged up dealing with a shoulder that was kind of had me in a little pain out there. It's just how it goes. And at the end of the day, it's about winning. We got the dub today. I could have had 22 yards, zero yards, whatever it is. It's just good to get the dub. I think this would be the kind of thing that if the Raiders lost, Adams might have said, all right, you know what? I can't wait around forever. I got to get out of this dump. But it may not have been the intended plan, but Adams was largely a decoy, and the Raiders love Jacoby Myers. And for the most part, he has been a good pickup. When they signed him, I thought, why are you spending all that money on Jacoby Myers when you just spent a lot of money on Hunter Renfro? I didn't realize that Renfro would become surplus to requirements. I mean, he's barely on the team. He got one target. This is a guy that had a thousand yards receiving, Hunter Renfro. And you're like, nah. I mean, you're on the team and everything, but nah. I would think we like Jacoby Myers better. And the Raiders, who have no idea how to intercept a pass, and this has been going on forever, not really since Lester Hayes and Van McElroy and Mike Haynes have they been able to intercept a pass. Charles Woodson might be the only guy since then, right? So <laughs> three interceptions of Jordan Love, and it was Amik Robertson who pinned the ball to his shoulder in the end zone that, ended the game. But getting back to Adams, you know, there was a it was a very quiet night, but it goes back to his recent comments about the lack of success the Raiders are having and he didn't say he regretted joining the Raiders even though he's going to be back with Derek Carr and they got rid of him. And you know, he said at the time I didn't really have any expectations. But this is not what I wanted for sure. Obviously, I wanted to come here and have a big impact, continue to play at a high level and win games. And a lot of those things have happened, just not the winning part. But I've got to just continue to do more and keep demanding greatness and consistency for my teammates. It's a gamble sometimes, changing teams. You never really know. <clears throat> and I'll say this. After watching four games, Derek Carr is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I just... 
I mean, not by a lot, but he is better. <laughs> when Derek Carr would throw picks, it would be because the receiver ran the wrong route or because the ball got tipped. He didn't throw a lot of them. But Garoppolo just, doing. I didn't see that guy. And I don't hate Jimmy G, but just all the Carr haters, you know. And I remember, I don't know, it was about four years ago on the air, 95-7, who would you rather have? And I said Garoppolo. I mean, he was so good with the Niners, and then all the Niner fans hated him. It's weird. I know. But Devontae Adams said, what's most important to me is going to the Super Bowl. I went to four NFC championships in Green Bay in eight years. I've won a lot of regular season games. I got a lot of stats. What I haven't done is check that box of winning the Super Bowl. I'm trying to create something here. I can only do so much on my individual end. You don't fluke into the Super Bowl. You do it a certain way to win the Super Bowl. And... You know, there are guys who have said that before. Tim Brown called out Mark uh, Al Davis. Um, I've talked to Tim Brown about that. He said it was always about me, not the team. Marcus Allen, of course, got benched when he spoke up and shipped to Kansas City when he did it with Al. Um, <clears throat> but as he said, they got the, the dub, uh, as he called it. He got the W, and it was basically because of what – uh, Max Crosby and the defense did with three picks. Let's go to Charlie, who is in Manhattan. What's going on, Charlie? You are 100% correct. Uh, Carr is a lot better than Jim. Jimmy G is not a good quarterback. I, 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 he, Kyle Shanahan must have uh, uh, sold his soul to the devil or something to get this guy to play. He's not. I know the offensive line is terrible, and but he he looks he's throwing off his back foot all the time he pitter patters in the pocket he he looks unsure of himself he had that one pass where mayor was open on the sideline mayor would still be running at this moment if he had just thrown <laughs> it on a on a, on a, on a dime um but the raiders won they did win because it, 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 last night i'm 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 liking i, I always liked crosby but he, he for him to play at that level on a defense that really has no one else on that defense is just remarkable. If they ever have an opportunity, if he ever has an opportunity to be surrounded by great players, just imagine what Crosby would do like on a Niners team. Mm-hmm. Or he's playing on the same level as Watt and 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 um, Bosa, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spillane, he's growing on me. I I, I I like the meat and potatoes, bring your lunch pail to work mentality. Uh, you know, Marcus Peters is washed. When you're when you're when you're giving your receiver a ten yard cushion on, on a third and five, that tells me you're done. But he made two great veteran plays. The mm-hmm. horse collar saved the touchdown. And he deflected the second pick to uh, Spillane. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, they, they played a terrible offensive team, but they the, the defense did win. I am just just baffled by how bad the offense is. The, 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 the Jacobs still can't get. He had that one twenty four yard run, and he uh, he. I'm sorry, we're in Times Square, so there's a lot of noise going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, why is Hunter Renfro on the team? I mean, he is being wasted. Just, just trade him if, and get something for him. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. But like I said to you last week, the Raiders are going through a stretch of games now where they should accumulate wins. They're playing probably the one of the worst teams in football next week. Um, they should win that game. The, the, you know, the, uh, I, I don't know what else to add. Um, I was looking at the schedule, and really in the next five games, I think only Detroit's the scary team. So, I mean, if they want to do something, it's right there for them. Yes, you can argue they can be six and four mm-hmm. after the Giants and the Jets, and then it gets it gets kind of ugly, right. you know, rough going. Miami, Kansas City, blah blah blah. But uh, I, you know, I, I, like I have a couple end of halftime. McDaniel's is terrible at time management. He wasted about a minute of time right. not using a timeout. They could have utilized that better. What did you think about the last play? I wasn't bad. I wasn't upset about him going for a field goal. But I, I'm hearing a lot of people saying he should have the, – the, the analytics, quote-unquote, say that he should have went for it. Well, or, apparently or Mark Davis called him an a-hole. The New York Post jumped on that. That was like their big headline today. I, but you, I what am, would you do I, if you I, I grew up literally watching John Madden. His son was my roommate at football camp at Santa Clara. I am a John Madden guy. Right. I take field goals. I don't go for it unless I have to. I agree, and I thought that was the right call. Plus, you have one of the best kickers in the league, and you're hitting in a dome, and he he's like almost automatic after under 55, mm-hmm. and he doinked it. But I agree. I would have. I'm glad he went for the field goal. It didn't work out. Um, uh, yeah, that, that that's more or less it. But a win's a win. They should get the 500 next week. Uh, you know, Jim. But I agree with you, Jimmy G. He they he is hurting this team. If anything, uh, he he's he's not that good. Uh, will he get better as this this season goes on? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's my two cents on the game. Uh, you know, take the, the win. The, 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 fact, win the fact of the matter is, this season is still alive, and it gives us a reason to talk for another week. Charlie, <laughs> thanks for the call. All right, buddy. <laughs> I'll keep. See you later. All right. Thanks for the call. We're going to run to a break. We'll come on back on the other side with Grace Anna Walcott. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and nationally syndicated out of San Francisco. This morning when I got on BART, I got on BART at the El Cerrito Plaza, which is by my house, and uh, a short walk from there is the Cerrito Theater, and I bring that up because the Albany Film Festival will be getting underway here on the 12th, it'll go to the 14th and the 15th as well. And uh, I bring it up because we have uh, a filmmaker with us who has a documentary that will be in that. It'll air on the 15th. It is Grace Anna Wolcott, and the film is called River of Life. Grace, welcome to the show. And a documentary uh, following a 10-week drama therapy workshop with 13 multi-generational queer participants. Tell us a little bit more about this. This is a, a plot I've never heard of, uh, to say the least. Yeah, well, drama therapy is a technique where you basically use acting 
as a way to unpack your personal struggles and uh, create healing. And I um, got the idea to do the film. I was at a fundraiser drag show for uh, a community health organization for LGBTQ people. And there was a conversation between an elder gay man and a trans masculine teenager. And he kept not using the correct pronouns. And after a while, uh, you know, we all kind of walked away and the teenager came up to me and said, why can't, why can't he use my correct pronouns? And I said, well, I think it's really like confusion and a misunderstanding. And, and that's when I got the idea of, wow, we really need a, a forum, a place for queer people of all generations to come together and unpack you know, what uh, youth are doing around gender and what elder queers have gone through. You know, many of the queer people who are elders in the film were alive when it was illegal to be gay and when uh, psychology deemed homosexuality a pathology. So really different experiences of life. Yeah, there's also the thing when you talk about people from the older generation, it's like if someone my I'm in my 50s, if we accidentally say Washington Redskins, it's not because we're, uh, you know, uh, racist towards Native Americans. It's just we've been saying it our whole lives and we have to think, oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. No, no, that's not what we say now. So I, I also right. I also feel like people have to give the older generation a little leeway. It's like, oh, you didn't call me they. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I, I just my brain is wired the other way. It's not it's not that I don't like you. Yeah, I, I have the same experience myself. I mean, I slip up and yeah, I think that um, younger people, that that's an important thing, you know, try and represent the community by being a little bit chill when people um, screw up. Because I know as an older person, I'm 60 years old, I, you know, mispronoun people by accident and correct myself, but it's, it certainly isn't malicious. No doubt. So, um, the title river of life, what did you almost call it? And why did you pick this one? Well, it's a river of life. LGBTQ plus is the full title. And, um, river of life is this drama therapy exercise where, well, it's expressive arts and drama therapy where you draw your river of life and you draw, uh, I prompted people to draw like what's the undercurrent, what were huge um, stones in the river, uh, you know, where does the river begin, uh, where does it flow to? And so people started drawing their rivers and really unpacking their identity and the way that they identify as queer. And that's how we started the workshop and kind of use that metaphor throughout the workshop, coming back to it. And drawing has been shown to be a fantastic way to unpack trauma because trauma often becomes um, embedded in our bodies and, and somewhat unspeakable. It's very hard to articulate but drawing kind of bypasses that and you get right into very deep material. You say that this coming together can also unpack some internalized 
queer phobia. And from what I, you can tell me if I'm wrong, what I'm taking from that is I remember I took a class at Cal from Dr. Harry Edwards, and he said, I'm not worried about getting white people to stop calling us the N-word. I, I wish that we would stop calling ourselves that. We could, If we could root it out from our own culture, then we can go to the white people. But I know some gay people who use gay epithets and gay put-down mm-hmm. put words. Is that kind of the same thing you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I mean, sometimes that can be a reclaiming of a word and saying, yeah, I am queer. Like queer originally was, uh, you know, that person's weird. And now it's kind of a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I'm queer. I do it differently. Really, the kind of thing that I was going after in the workshop are are ways that you know we're kind of it's in the air that we breathe we're we're breathing in all this toxicity against um different factions of the lgbtq uh community and we start we start to have self-hating feelings that get acted out often on people who are closest to us and you can kind of see that in the queer community where there's so much diversity and there's uh, somewhat of a tension between um, trans women and uh, lesbians, some some trans women and lesbians around uh, just issues of um, identity and uh, claiming space. And really that was a huge motivator for me because especially in this backlash, if we can purge and work through and process some of these messages that get internalized as self-hate, we can really support each other better. Is it the kind of thing, too, when on uh, the 15th, as we go through the short films, you're going to close it out, but the one right before you, it says for 6 to 12-year-olds, Baby Bunny explores the world. Will this be a shocking contrast when we go to River of Life? <laughs> I have not seen Baby Bunny yet. <laughs> My film is very, um, I mean, there is that people, people are doing therapy, so sometimes there are some curse words, but it's very, um, you know, I have four kids. They've all seen it, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's very watchable for mm-hmm. a large, broad audience. How long is it? It's 43 minutes long. Okay. So uh, right in that middle ground there. Now, you'd have to double that to get to a feature, right? I think some features in festivals that I've submitted to are like at um, 50 minutes, mm. uh, 50 to 60 minutes. I know it. I didn't think about that when I was shooting it or editing it, but it is a bit of a problematic. Well, do you know uh, what? It's yeah. actually, not to interrupt you, but it's actually, as I just did, 40, go, 40, 43 minutes is the exact amount of time that you would make a one-hour show with commercials. So maybe serendipitously this was perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, well, everybody should check out the Albany Film Festival. You can go to albanyfilmfest.org. Uh, it's my hometown at the Cerrito Theater, and uh, we have been speaking with Grace Anna Wolcott. Her film, River of Life, will close out the show on the 15th. Congratulations, Grace. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back, and we'll do a little sailing on the other side right here on Sports Byline USA.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. Did you know that there are thousands of sailing events of all types around the world? Dramatic photos are captured with the bows of boats pitching into the waves upwind or colorful spinnakers billowing downwind. There are races that are in bays, in straits, in gulfs, fjords, in bites, sounds, coves, and on lakes, and in the Atlantic, Pacific, and Indian Oceans. There are yacht clubs and community sailing programs in countries around the world. There are super yacht races, tall ship races, dinghy races, collegiate races, and teams preparing for the Olympics for their respective countries. The photographers and media professionals who cover these races capture photographs and words to describe the passion, the excitement, the crashes, and the mastery of the moments as sailors pro and amateur compete for cups and prizes of all shapes and sizes. In the U.S., over 84 million adults participated in sailing last year, and more than 11 million boats were registered. Sailing in the Indian Ocean and along the Nile through Egypt, there are dhows, the wooden boats of all shapes and sizes that fishermen and traders have been sailing in for thousands of years. Our tall ship history is abundant with culture and cargo and skilled people traveling from country to country, continent to continent. Salesport Talk cannot expect to cover all the news, but what you can expect from us is that we will be talking with people who are passionate about what they do, people who have courage, who have drive, and who have vision, but also with people with a profound love of the world's waterways whose most precious moments are often silently experienced as a small human being on a planet where life above and below the water is so prevalent, we oftentimes don't think about how small the land is in comparison. It is no wonder that we are fascinated with the people who sail for sport and pleasure and the many other types of boats that are part of our connections to each other in life on Earth. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and we welcome you to the world of sailing. In America, there are boat shows in Houston, Texas, Portland, Oregon, Chicago, Illinois, Nashville, Tennessee, Kansas, Missouri, Los Angeles, California, Stewart, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, and Naples, Florida. You don't have to be a competitive sailor to enjoy and experience fun on the water. Any boat is fun on the water. If you want to try it out, visit a local boat show, network with people who are there, and find out about your local community of sailors and power boaters. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is 940 Pacific Tuesday. That means we check in with our friends at salesporttalk.com. Yes, two T's in there, salesporttalk.com. And uh, as always, co-hosting the segment is Karen Lyle. Karen, I, I just heard you in that little bit before we came back on the air. I heard you say Missouri. I always thought you from around, you were from around here. Where are you from originally? <laughs> you know, um, it depends on how many centuries you go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually I am actually from San Francisco, but of course I have relatives all across the uh, United because, because so they my family's you. been here since the 1620 or something like that. <laughs> they taught you to say Missouri. 
Yeah, that's true. I was thinking, should I say it like a Californian or should I say it like I know something about it? <laughs> All good. All right. Well, we're happy to bring back our friend Betsy Allison, a Hall of Fame sailor who won the world championship uh, gold uh, nine months after becoming a uh, para athlete. Uh, Betsy, uh, welcome back. And uh, just give us a little bit of an update. What, what have you been up to since last we spoke? Well, it's been kind of a crazy year that I've had. Um, I uh, found out last summer that I had um, a malignant tumor in my left hip that uh, was removed last November. So uh, almost a year ago, 11 months this week. Uh, So they took out all the bone structure in my left hip. They call it a hemipelvectomy and about 90% of the muscle so all I have left is my my leg, my femur, the uh, acetabulum at the top, and um, I've been learning how to walk again. I've been learning how to do, you know, just a lot of things with daily life, and uh, it has been quite a journey, and it ended, uh, well, I shouldn't say it ended. Um, I was able to uh, travel again by myself uh, for the first time abroad in August and had the opportunity to represent the United States in a world championship over in the Netherlands. So that was a big step forward for me because it was the first time I was able to sailboat race in uh, almost a year and a half. So it's the start of a new part of a journey and in how I'm going to navigate getting on and off uh, different types of boats in future and uh, move forward. But it's been, like I said, quite a journey. Well, Betsy, the last time that we saw each other in person was here in, at the South Beach Yacht Club when you were teaching the U.S. Sailing Adaptive um, course, which I audited. And um, now you are uh, competing as a parasailor. And I, I'm wondering, what? Tell me about the boat that you sailed on in this race and how you got in and off. You know, how did you solve that um, adaptive problem? Well, it was um, it was a little bit of a challenge. The boats we sailed are called Hansa 303s. And they're these little nine-foot colorful boats that have like a, a web-type sling seat in them that, you know, so it's a piece of webbing material that goes over two bars and forms sort of like a... I guess you would say like a beach kind of seat almost. And uh, it's about three feet, maybe three and a half feet wide, the seat itself. And you use a little joystick tiller, a little stick between your legs that you move side to side to steer the boat. And uh, these little boats have two sails, a main and jib. Both are uh, on a roller furler system. So you can reef them if you need to, to make them smaller if it's super windy. But um, they're very simple in terms of layout. They have jib sheets, they have a main sheet and the tiller, and there's very few adjustments you can make on the sails other than the outhaul and the moving the jib leads to change the shape of the sail. So it's really all about sail trim. It's about how you position your your body in the boat and to move around. And, and uh, we call them internationally non-technical boats because they are so simple but I tell you what, when the breeze comes up, they're a little bit of a handful, and they were a, a bit of a challenge to sail, but they were fun, and they were lively, and there's a fleet of them in San Francisco uh, with the uh, Bads Association. So there there are thousands of them around the world, which is one of the reasons why 
uh, World Sailing chose them to be part of the uh, Para World Championship fleets of boats to sail. So you asked about the challenges getting in and out. You know, the the challenge, the first challenge is just getting down to the deck, getting down to the to the dock itself and transferring into the boat. But frankly, once I was inside the boat, uh, I think the biggest challenge was when I was on sailing on starboard tack, when I was sitting to windward, I couldn't really brace my left foot to stop myself from sliding sideways in the boat. So I was using a lot of upper body strength and locking my uh, forearm onto the side deck to keep myself from moving. But other than that, it was just really finding a way to slide, scooch my weight side to side. I wouldn't say it was easy to slide, but I was scooching my weight side to side as the boat turned to get myself in the most advantageous physical position. But the tactics and strategy are really all the same. So getting back into a boat, it was getting back to what I knew how to uh, sail a boat, and I was able to employ some of the the other skills I learned from match racing during the championship as well. So it was really fun for me. We are speaking, uh, Karen Lyle and I, SailsportTalk.com, speaking with Betsy Allison. So, Betsy, you go into the operating room. The doctors say, we'll try to save as much of the leg as possible. In that moment, did you think in less than a year you'd be in the Netherlands on a podium getting a gold medal? Well, frankly, going into that operating room, I didn't know whether I was going to come out with a leg or not. Uh, you know, the surgeon said that that was the worst case scenario if they couldn't uh, if they couldn't save it. So first of all, I was thankful that they were able to save my leg. But honestly, um, you know, through the recovery uh, after surgery, being in rehab and then transitioning back to home and, and doing external PT sessions, it, you know, I, if I didn't have the mindset of an athlete, I don't know that I would have come so far so quickly. But, um, you know, it's just like any athletic endeavor, you know, there's always muscular pain that you push through at different points in time. And, and I think having the motivating factor of a world championship to look forward to enabled me to be disciplined enough to come off all the medications that I was on because I knew they would drug test at a world championship. And secondly, it was a big motivator to push forward as, as hard as I could to be able to become independent enough to travel. So just arriving in the airport in Amsterdam for me was the big win. And the sailing was a bonus on top of that. So, you know, I think for a lot of people, when they're faced with a physical challenge and, and something uh, you know, whether it's a disability, they're in an accident, they have a, uh, you know, a disease like I had, had cancer removed and find themselves with different abilities at any given time. Having something to strive for, I think, is hugely motivating. And and for me, it, would, it just happened to be that world championship. Well, and Betsy, you have been such an advocate for the Paralympics and also for um, adaptive sailing techniques being taught to teachers around the United States. Um, I, you, you didn't have to overcome any hurdles as far as understanding what was possible in this particular thing, but congratulations to you for what you've done, Betsy. It, it really is um, a tribute to your strength of not only character but will and, and, 
and I, I'm probably just a blast to be on the water. Do you find it more comfortable to be on the water now than uh, on land? Uh, you know, I would say I'm becoming more comfortable doing everything again. But the joy of being on the water again, the feeling of, you know, and a lot of people say it, 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 it sounds like a very trite phrase where you have that freedom on the water. But I tell you what, it is so empowering to be able to return to an activity, a sport that I love so much that has given so much to me and to other sailors with challenges over the years. I mean, it's just a, a joy. And I will say that my experience working with uh, Paralympic sailors, with sailors with disabilities all across the United States, actually gave me a lot of strength and direction when I was, you know, in, in a lot it, during this whole recovery uh, period and really helped me understand what I needed to do to get back to it. So yeah, it was, it's been, um, it's really been, it, it, it's been an exciting process to, to figure out what I've been able to do again. And I just look forward to being able to get back on a lot of different kinds of boats to get back to the shields racing that I love to do on Wednesday nights. And I want to get to a point where people don't look at me on the boat and worry about how I'm going to get across it or what I'm going to do rather than sailing the boat. So that's my big, that's my next big motivator is to be able to feel comfortable enough to wait there on my leg fully to be able to transfer across a boat and, and just, you know, again, take the next step forward. Last question for you. We just have about a minute. Um, is there anything contrastly that's now easier for you in the current situation you're in when it comes to sailing? Uh, I don't think I mean, it's necessarily easier for me, but I tell you one thing that it has done for me is that my mental outlook in terms of a competition, you know, it is a game and it needs to be fun. And I think that any time I go out on the water, I'm going to race as hard as I can and give it the, do things to the best of my ability but to be honest, the fate of the real world does not rest on whether I win a race or where I finish in it. And I just really feel that my love for the sport has increased because I'm able to do what I love to do, regardless of the challenges that I have right now. Great stuff from Betsy Allison, award-winning para-athlete now. We really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming by. Well, thanks, thanks for having Betsy. me. It's great to talk to you again. And uh, Karen, uh, for you, if, whether you're in Missouri or Oregon or Nevada, we appreciate you coming on too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next week. All Here right, sounds good. Oh, that, that's next week, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline.
One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, we have another two hours to go on the uh, show. Harula Rose and David Alexander coming up in the next hour. We'll also go down in the third hour to Arizona, to the Fall League, and get a report from Will McNeil as it just got underway. 
Um, Sunday night football was one to forget for Dallas. They got blown out by San Francisco 42-10, to and Dak Prescott threw three interceptions and just a touchdown. And after the game on NBC Sports Bay Area out here, Dante Whitner, who wanted to change his name to Hitner, take off Adolf Hitner. No, Dante Whitner. Uh, if you know Dante, he's very outspoken. That's why he works in the media. He said, Dak Prescott sucks, pr- period. That's what he said. Um, and uh, he called Prescott... Uh, Well, this is what he said. The Cowboys talk so much about Dak Prescott being a top-tier franchise guy. I don't see it. I see them trying to cover up for what he lacks. Just a lot of quick throws, cutting half of the field off and giving him easy throws. Other than that, he's not a quarterback that can drop back and really take advantage of a defense and carve it up. And today we've seen it. What's interesting now is that Tyreek Hill got into the mix. Yeah, he plays for the Dolphins. He said, um, you'll be here one day, homie. I said, oh, oh, uh, no, sorry. Uh, Tyreek Hill said, what's up with the old heads? And then Whitner said, you'll be here one day. I said what I said, homie. And then Whitner posted on social media to Hill, you're fast, but you're lucky. I'd have killed you on that field. Mind your business, homie. And then he deleted the post. And then Hill called out Whitner for deleting it. Whitner said of Prescott, the 49ers defense made him look like a tier four quarterback. And yes, Prescott has struggled with some turnovers. Uh, And Whitner was asked if the Cowboys would be better with Cooper Rush. And he said, oh, no. He said, if it starts to get too bad this year, you'll see Trey Lance. But other than that, Dak is the best they have, but it's not good enough. So they said, what about the Cowboys defense? He said, all talk, no bark. So, hey, you know what? It's a good little ending segment for one of my hours. (laughs) Yeah, Dante Whitner doesn't play around. Um, I'll I'll, I'll just say that, too. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. we got another two hours. Come on back on SportsPilot. News. I'm Corey Myers. A member of a prominent Democrat family is now an independent. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., initially a Democratic presidential candidate, has announced his bid for the White House as an independent. Addressing his supporters in Philadelphia Monday, Kennedy Jr. revealed his decision to switch parties. The country is sitting aside on top now of a powder keg. Americans are angry at being left out, left behind, swindled cheated and belittled by a smug elite 
that has rigged the system in its favor. He launched his campaign against President Biden in the spring, expressing his desire to remain unaligned and free from partisanship at the age of 69. I'm John Schaefer. Amidst the ongoing conflict in Israel, U.S. airlines like American Airlines, United Airlines and Delta Air have halted flights to Tel Aviv. The decision aligning with travel advisories from the U.S. State Department, which cite concerns over potential terrorism and civil unrest in that region. Following that abrupt outbreak of war in Israel, Oil prices now experiencing an upward surge. Analysts are vigilantly tracking that situation, especially in light of Iran's significant role as both a supporter of Hamas and a member of OPEC. Iran has openly voiced its backing for the Palestinian offensive. Nevertheless, experts contend that the influence on oil price is anticipated to remain restricted unless the conflict escalates into a broader regional crisis. The United Auto Workers strike has entered its 26th day with union members yesterday at the Volvo Group-owned Mack Trucks joining the picket lines following the rejection of a proposed contract agreement. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. The fraud trial of FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried will resume today. Prosecutors say Bankman-Fried defrauded customers of his digital currency exchange, FTX, and his cryptocurrency hedge fund. If found guilty, the 31-year-old faces over 100 years in federal prison. Pepsi's third quarter earnings are seeing a jump, thanks mostly to price hikes. The beverage company raised prices by 11% on average, sending net sales up 7% to $23.45 billion. This despite sales volume falling 2.5%. The NHL regular season begins tonight with a trio of games. The Tampa Bay Lightning will host the Nashville Predators, followed by the Penguins welcoming the Chicago Blackhawks to Pittsburgh. In the nightcap, the defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights will raise their banner from last season before they play the Seattle Kraken in Las Vegas. The Raiders put the skids on a three-game losing streak following a 17-13 victory over the Packers last night on Monday Night Football from Las Vegas. And you want to talk about ending a losing streak. The Raiders have not beat the Packers in 36 years, basically since the Reagan administration. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Probably shouldn't admit this on the air. (laughs) I started thinking about Sophie Marceau, the beautiful French actress. And then so I Googled her. And then I was like, you know, because she's my age. I go, I wonder what she looked like in the 80s. So then I Google younger Sophie Marceau. And I just wonder if anybody was walking by. Rick, he's looking at girls on the internet. I'm very uncomfortable with this. He's a dirty old man. He's a pervert. And I thought, can I, should I not even Google a French actress on the computer? Like, will someone check my search history? Dominic Creepy that I was looking at pictures of Sophie Marceau. (laughs) He made the little pinch symbol, like, a little bit. Well, behind me is glass, so people literally can come up behind me, and I don't even know they're there, and they can see whatever I'm looking at on my computer that I realize. Oh, all right. 1-800-878-PLAY. We have uh, David Alexander with a very creepy short film called Gale. I didn't realize that Dorothy of uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Nobody Beats the Wiz, Get it? Yeah. But uh, from The Wizard of Oz, her last name was Gail, Dorothy Gale. And uh, it's a really creepy film about that world. Uh, Harula Rose, the uh, Greek-American singer, film writer from Chicago. She was on, she made a movie by herself a few years ago, and she was also part of Fruitvale Station. 
with former guests of my show, Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. She has a new movie. Third Hour, J.D. Sharp. And uh, also at 11.40, Will McNeil, who is uh, down at the Arizona Fall League, and uh, he gives us uh, updates every year. And this one uh, just started, so we'll get the early days and the preview of that. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Myland. Exergen thermometers are proven to be more accurate than non-contact thermometers. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Clinical studies have proven that non-contact thermometers are inaccurate and can miss fevers. Accuracy matters. That's why the Exergen thermometer is trusted and used by medical professionals. Exergen thermometers are available at many fine retailers. Choose a trusted and accurate thermometer for personal use. Learn more about why accuracy matters. Available at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Price Picks is the place to play this season. Price Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, when you go to PrizePicks.com/byline and use code byline, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/byline with code byline for a one hundred percent deposit match. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Abvi. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, 
Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel Nine. Check out Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker David Alexander. He has a new, wild, frightening take on The Wizard of Oz. It is a short film entitled Gale, and uh, this comes uh, from Chilling. Uh, Dave, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I said David. It's uh, Daniel. Daniel Alexander. Daniel, welcome to the show. And uh, I didn't realize that was Dorothy's last name, Gail. This is where the title comes from. Yeah, so many people have said the same thing, but yeah, that's that's her last name. I I think maybe I watched it too many times as a child, but yeah, that's that's her <laughs> last name. What part of uh, Blighty are you from? What part of the, the, the good old United Kingdom? Mm-hmm. What? I am currently in the, the, the sunny region of Birmingham. So it's the, the second city over here. So fairly active. So if you're a Brummy, are you uh, St. Andrews, Villa Park? Who do you support? Ah, uh, see, I don't really get into the, the, the football stuff. It gets really <laughs> political, you know, and I get so political. It could be starting a war, but no, I'm not really, I'm not really, a, <laughs> not really a fan. I'm not really a fan. I'll play it on a computer. That's, that's as far as it goes. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, first of all, um, the length of the film, how long is it and why was that the right length? Okay, so we've started off with a short film. So it's 27 minutes. Um, and the, the reason for that was we wanted to just create an introduction to the feature film that we're going to be jumping into production on real soon. So we just wanted to kind of set the tone, um, kind of introduce the new world to the audience and really just give a little bit of a visual perspective of, of where we're trying to go with the bigger film. That's interesting. So is this going to be, I kind of think I saw that with, do you remember Lights Out? I think that was a short. I do. Yeah. I do. I do remember Lights Out, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they made that. It was a short film they made into a feature. So is it going to be a standalone or are you going to take a lot of what's in Gale and then just expand on it? So it's going to be a standalone piece. Um, the short film is very much an, an inspiration. So in the sense of the setup will be the same. So where we find Dorothy in the um, short film and the journey that Emily, her granddaughter, is going on will essentially be the same thing in the feature film, but we'll just be expanding everything. We'll be really kind of immersing people into the world and, and trying to do something a little bit special. When I was growing up in the 70s, once a year, The Wizard of Oz would, would be on, and we only had four channels, and the entire country basically would watch The Wizard of Oz once a year. Yeah, yeah it was a part of Americana. And I also know from my time in England from... You know, BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, Channel Four, whatever. There weren't a lot of selections. So was it the same sort of thing for you guys when The Wizard of Oz came same, on? Same thing here. So I, I grew up in the 80s um, and it was pretty much the same. It was, it was four channels for a very long time. And then we got spoiled with a, with a fifth channel up until recently. And then obviously once the introduction of cable and sky and, and those things. But yeah, traditionally it was, you know, every, every Christmas you could kind of guarantee the same films would, would be on. So it was a mixture between... Um, what was it? The Wizard of Oz. It was. I suppose it wasn't as often. Um, I think it was Die Hard. To be fair, I think when I was growing up, it was Die Hard that was on every, every Christmas without fail. The uh, character, um, your main protagonist in uh, Emily, the granddaughter. Her name could be a movie. Chloe Culligan Crump. Great, oh, yes. great name. How did you find her and say that's the one? Uh, you know what? She's a superstar. We. 
when I originally um, started with the concepts, in a sense of I'm trying to produce this proof of, of, of concept to put out to the world, I did an open call. Um, so I was just trawling through tons and tons and tons and tons of actors. And Chloe, she just stood out straight away. It felt like she was like some <laughs> some form of lineage from the original Wizard of Oz. And I don't know, there was just something there that just felt very um, in sync. And it was just an easy, easy decision. As soon as we saw Chloe, it literally was an easy decision. I don't think there was any um, back and forth. And it was, yep, this is this is definitely our star. And I guess if people who, you know, people will take Santa, the Easter Bunny, what have you, and turn it sinister, and they're like, how can you do that? But the original Wizard of Oz did have sinister moments, the Wicked Witch of the West, and I'll get you, my pretty, Surrender Dorothy, the Flying Monkeys. I mean, there was a lot of chills in that. It, especially if you look at the um, Return to Us. Like, that was that was super dark. That scared the hell out of me as a, as a child. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, even even when taking it the route that I have, it didn't feel like I was straying too far away from the original source material anyway. And what I wanted to do different, as opposed to some of the other franchises that have been turned into horror, is I didn't want to do anything gory. I didn't want to do the slasher. I didn't want to do blood everywhere. I wanted to make it very psychological I wanted to really tap into that source material and let the darkness come from what's already there in the text anyway and you think about like I'm from California and this is very much uh, a Midwest tale of Kansas and and farmers America's heartland we like to call it here the Bible belt too very conservative Christian and so therefore if you were going to have any um uh, English uh, actors or actresses—they were going to have to put on their their uh, Kansas accent, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we've tried to be clever with the writing, so so we start in Kansas, but we we leave Kansas pretty pretty quickly because um yeah we, we we're trying to just move things over into a into a realm where it gives us a bit more of a fighting chance to 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 really kind of start telling our own story while still remaining faithful to the the good old nostalgia that everybody knows. Could you tell us about the new platform Chilling I mentioned, which uh, offers a lot of uh, indie creators to get their content out there? Yeah, so Chilling, um, I mean, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be working with those guys um, bringing Gale to life. So they are a platform, a horror platform for horror stories and now horror films. So um, up until recently, I think they were the number one platform for horror stories and now they've kind of gone to like a 2.0 version where they're streaming a lot of short films and feature films in a horror category and they're just they're absolutely just blowing up at the moment so so much good content on there and gail's on there at the moment and together we're we're kind of partnering up to make sure that we can bring the feature film to life and and try and do something special there but yeah the, it's definitely a platform anybody interested in the horror genre should definitely check out when I was at uni here, I played football, American football, and we were the the Gales because we were sort of like the Irish G A E L. Oh. Yeah, G A E L. Is anybody here Gale? And they think, is this about Ireland? Uh okay. So there you go, a bit of synchronicity. <laughs> so you have three minutes to your elevator pitch. Three minutes. This is the best part of the movie. What would be your favorite part? Um, so if we're talking about the short version of the film, my favorite part would be the first time that Emily meets her grandmother, Dorothy Gale. And simply because for anybody that is a fan of The Wizard of Oz, we finally get to see what has happened to Dorothy all of the years later after her trauma and all the journeys and adventures she's been through and look at a very realistic view of the results of somebody that has been exposed to that level of trauma. So when they do meet in the movie, 
it it also kind of gives away the plot for the bigger narrative of the film in a sense of she spent her whole life trying to guard the people that she loves from what she deems as something that is very, very dangerous and um, something that has been haunting her entire family history for all of her life. Yeah, I saw the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away, but I just wonder in the script when the character of Dorothy, and it's written 50 times, stay away from Oz. (laughs) (laughs) That that was definitely definitely a task on the day. We had to make sure we had a a few bottles of water on standby. (laughs) Well, I think everybody, your appetite will be wet if you see the uh, trailer. Check it out. It's called Gale. Stay away from Oz. It is a uh, film from our guest, Daniel Alexander, uh, which is on the uh, chilling platform uh, as well. Looking forward to the uh, feature, Daniel. When you finish it, come on back. We'd love to talk about it. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. 
Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Uh, I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Um, we're supposed to have Debbie Gibson on the show tomorrow, and um, I think we're on the... No, oh, wait, no, that's Tiffany. What did Debbie Gibson saying? I don't know. She's saying something. I definitely know the name. I got shamed for not knowing any Taylor Swift songs. The other day I saw somebody was wearing a shirt that said, Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Hi. And I go, the hell is that? And they go, Taylor Swift. That's what she says. And they go, that's one of her songs. Hi. You know that one, Dominic? Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Hi. You do know that one. Antihero by Taylor Swift. Antihero. Wow. Rick's the anti-pop culture guy, I guess. Um, so, uh, you know, we haven't talked a lot. Lost in Your Eyes, that's the Debbie Gibson song? On Spotify, it's her number one stream song, so. Lost in Your I'm Probably, if I heard it, I would remember. Um, I will get up to speed. Um, somebody, I was saying that, yeah, there was a rumor that she was going to go to, uh, uh, my college, St. Mary's, but she's, uh, younger than me, so. Let me see. Lost in your eyes. This is, and now it's a next commercial. I'm gonna use value. Rick, you're using valuable airtime to see if you remember a Debbie Gibson song. No, not at all. Let me see. Now I have never heard that song in my life. All right. Anyway, she's a big star. Today in Major League Baseball, you look at the Dodgers on the brink from throwing away an amazing season, and the Orioles are on the brink of throwing away an amazing season. Let's just start with the Dodgers, because this momentum these wild cards get, like the Diamondbacks. I mean, just yesterday with the Phils, they were up 4 to nothing over the Braves, and Wheeler was dealing... It was going to be a done deal, and they came back and scored five and like whew, to get a split at home. And the MLB was like, thank goodness we're not going to have all sweeps again. 
<laughs> well, the Dodgers are going to go to Phoenix now, and their backs are against the wall, and they need to win three in a row. And it's very rare to come back and win the next three. Only seven teams have done it in the wild card era. The last team to do it was six years ago. The Yankees lost uh, two games on the road and then won three, then won the rest at home. The Dodgers lost there at home. There's at home. And they'll go back for game of five if they want to. But they need, they're going to they're gonna pin their season on Lance Lynn. Yikes. Could you have been worse than what Clayton Kershaw or Bobby Miller did? Remember yesterday I said take the D-backs. J.D. said Bobby Miller throws 102 in his sleep. Well, he does. But those two guys together gave up nine runs in two innings. What did you say? Clayton Kershaw and Bobby Miller combined to give up nine runs, ten hits, and three walks in two innings. Now, Lynn, remember when he was with the White Sox and they the Dodgers got him, his ERA was six and a half. It's like, you can have him. And his very first game for the Dodgers was against, interleague against the A's, and he looked amazing. And he got his ERA down about a run to a little over five and a half, five, seven, three. He tweaked his arsenal, he said. He became more aggressive with his fastball. He upped its usage 10% more. He stopped doing the cutter. He modified the slider. These are all things that I didn't notice with the eye, but I read. He said he had less depth and a more horizontal sweep. Now, it is worth noting that Lynn never faced Arizona all year. But, you know, a lot of times when teams do poorly, they'll blame the Stars. We need the Stars to step up. And the Dodgers have two MVPs, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. And for the first two games, and these guys could win another MVP. I mean, Betts hit 307 with 39 home runs. Do you know how little and skinny that guy is? When I like standing in the batting cage at the World Baseball Classic and you see how little this guy is, 39 home runs. He's in the home run derby, 107 RBIs. What did Freeman do? Mm, Hit 331 with 29 home runs, 102 RBI. Freddie Freeman had nine more steals than Mookie Betts. Now, Freeman, when I stood next to him, when he's playing for Canada, super skinny. I always thought Freeman was more of a beefy guy, really skinny. But it doesn't matter now because their bats have been skinny. They've gone, they combined one hit. Now, the thing to keep in mind is that Betts had a really bad October and uh, last year. And so... Dave Roberts, the manager, said, quote, I mean, they're two of our best players. I think they know that. So it's pretty much, we all know that. The last thing I want to do, though, is be redundant in the sense of we need these guys. When you start getting into that mindset, it's just baseball and hitting in particular, it's just not helpful. They understand their responsibilities, their role on the ball club. So he doesn't want to overreact. Well, you better... And the, 
it's funny because the Dodgers had one of the most disciplined uh, strike rates and chase rates, and right now they're just swinging at everything. And I said, you know, playoffs are a new season. And they need a little bit of luck, too. They they got the off day, and Arizona knows that Merrill Kelly will take the ball in game four if there is one, and Zach Gallen can take the ball in game five. They don't. The Dodgers don't have to worry about those guys just yet. But then I look at the Orioles. They couldn't have gone worse because they dropped both of them. They lost a one-run game, 3-2, to two, despite Kyle Bradish, their ace. And the Rangers had a bullpen game. In game two, they chased Jordan Montgomery five runs and in four innings, but then they lost 11-8, to eight, which means their 100-win season is about to get chucked in the bin. And now they go to Globe Life Field for games three and four just to try to get back to the Charm City and they'll have to do it with Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez sitting on the bench. They already pitched. Brandon Hyde, who I think is from Santa Rosa, the manager of the Orioles, <clears throat> he said, quote, our backs are against the wall right now. We have to go to Texas and play well. We haven't played our two best games here. We played well on the road all year, so hopefully we can play well on the road. Well, as I mentioned, same thing. Yankees, six years ago, they came back from 0-2. No one's done it uh, since. But, um, you know, the O's have not yet announced their <laughs> Game 3 starter, but it looks like it's going to be Dean Kramer. If it's not him, it's Kyle Gibson. And we know that much. Gibson warmed up in the bullpen in Game 2, and Hyde said he was going to pitch in extras if it got there. Kramer, for what it's worth, allowed three runs and six and a third in his only start against the Rangers this year. But the the runners in scoring position, risky business. Baltimore had plenty of opportunities. The Rangers only had three one-two-three innings in both games. The Orioles had 14 hits and 16 base runners in game two. So many opportunities. Runners in scoring position, three for 17. That's 176. And um, Hyde said, give them a lot of credit for being down 9-2 and then giving ourselves a chance, getting some base runners, scratching away a little bit. Well, look, the Orioles were the best hitting team in baseball this year. As a team, they hit 287. They were the best slugging team. They hit 481. Only the Braves had a higher OPS. And so the silver lining here is that with the Orioles getting all these opportunities is that they're not playing poorly. It's just walks. The Orioles have issued 11 walks in game two. That's the second most walks ever in a playoff game. That was nine innings. Six walks scored, including, of course, Mitch Garver's grand slam. You just can't give a team that rakes 11 walks in one game. But your star's got to step up. I mean, Adley Rushman, Cedric Mullins combined one hit. Cedric Mullins another guy who played for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Rushman doubled with two outs in the eights of game two with the Orioles down 10 to 5, and then he was stranded. It's just too little too late. And, of course, you know, they got to get a little bit lucky like every team does, but... 
These are two great teams about to go to the beach or the links or the couch and watch everybody else. That wasn't the plan. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles.
Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. <laughs> Great. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show the lovely and multi-talented Harula Rose, a musician, a singer, a filmmaker as well. And uh, she has a brand new movie coming out at the Mill Valley Film Festival, which is going to debut on the uh, 14th in four days. It's called All Happy Families, which uh, she uh, co-wrote. Harula, welcome back to the show. And I see that this is executive produced by Michael Shannon, who is one of my favorite uh, actors. Uh, He seems like, it's a weird thing, he seems like a super soft, nice guy, but he also seems imposing and scary simultaneously. (laughs) So what's it like to work with him? Oh, he's been so supportive, and we're really grateful. Um, he he and my co-writer go back a ways, back into Chicago theater in the 90s, so we get to see the nice side of him, I guess. I don't know what the other side would be like, but he's been <laughs> awesome. Thank you for having me back, by the way. And I want to hear that donkey story. Whoa. <laughs> so I was trying to throw it to my friend, and it stepped in, and it hit his snout. He's okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> Call PETA. Um, when you were here four years ago, it was just before the pandemic, and you had Once Upon a River, which was your baby. You wrote it, you directed it, you produced it. And it, um, looking back now, because at that time it was just coming back, looking back now, how does how is that sort of settled into your psyche, that project? Oh, it's a great question. Thanks. Yeah, I had such a special time making that, and it was really definitely born from, like, an effort on all parts. Like there were lots of people intimately involved, but like you said, yeah, like it's like mothering a child or something when you're doing all the different roles and looking back on it, I'm kind of like, how did we pull that off? Like there were stunts and boats and sex and drugs and it was a period piece. And I just kind of still can't believe we pulled it off, but we did. And I'm so grateful for everyone's like hard work on it. And that it's out there in the world now makes me so happy. Like I'll get texts from friends or family being like, Oh, here's a screenshot of it. And I'm like, yay. Um, and then this next one is a little bit more, uh, you know, more support, a little bigger an ensemble cast, more people, more, um, actors who have like a ton of different experiences. And I felt really, really lucky because we, we also had a lot of fun making this. It's got some more comedy involved. Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, um, all happy families. The lead protagonist is uh, Josh Radner, who we all know very well from How I Met Your Mother and other projects as well. Tell us a little bit about the uh, plot of this one. Okay, so this one is uh, based around a family, the Landrys, and it's kind of a come-to-Jesus moment, so to speak, for them, where there's an issue that arises with one of the sons, the older brother, and um, there's two brothers, Josh Radner and the older brother played by Rob Hubel. And then the parents played by Becky Ann Baker and um, John Ashton. There's Sue and Roy. And there's like a love interest who's Chandra Russell. And there's just like a sense that it's about this whole family, but each of their separate identities. And they're going through some changes. And all these old issues come up when they come back to their childhood home for a weekend. There's like some unresolved stuff that gets triggered and... um it's it's definitely like something I feel is relatable to everyone because I think when you're around your family, sometimes those those things can kind of come back to haunt you maybe that like are from way long time ago. 
but also it's sort of funny because we decided to look at these things and also have a little bit of a lighthearted approach tonally. Um, Mm -hmm. I know everything in the world right now is so dramatic. And so I think we decided when we were making this, we wrote it during the pandemic. It was almost like a emotional release and trying to have a little fun with all of these things too. No doubt about it. Um, I've had on the show uh, your buddy Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan as well, and and you you met Ryan at USC Film School, and what you guys were able to do at at Fruitvale Station, which you um, produced as well. Does it work like, and it's hard to believe that movie was almost 10 years ago now, but when you do a project and your name kind of gets hot, and is that when your agent or you, you get sort of bombarded with new projects? And is it because Dana Carvey said he did a movie called Master of Disguise and no one wanted him in a movie for the next five years. Like he instantly got cold. Is that kind of like that in Hollywood where you could be red hot and then be like irrelevant? Oh, my God. I'm not sure how to answer because for me anyway, like I've not had that level of like Hollywood success, so to speak, because Fruitvale Station was very much an independent film. And, and the, the two that I've written and directed, um, you know, in the last few years, they're also really like indie. So I don't really know. Like, I definitely feel like each thing builds upon itself, mm-hmm. like where you can get more work and people hit you up for different things. But um, I feel like that's a better question for like Ryan or someone <laughs> like that. I'm sure he gets bombarded with everything under the sun, you know. No doubt. We're speaking with Harula Rose, uh, her new movie, All Happy Families, at the Mill Valley Film Festival on the 14th. Would you consider yourself a musician who makes movies or a movie maker who plays or just both? Um, I think both. Um, more and more, it's like a movie person who plays music when I can because movies take so long to get off the ground and you know, each one just takes so, so much effort. But then there's all this time in between where you almost have to have another life or another kind of relationship going um, to to maintain your sanity. I feel like it's, you know, you're lucky you have this every day and um, it's very consistent and stable. And I, I feel like with movies, you just never know how long it's going to take to develop something or get the money or cast it or, you know, sometimes there's rewrites and whatnot. And then editing is its own animal where it, you know, in order to get it to a place you really, really want, it can take a long time for that kind of crafting. So I feel like I'm very lucky to have music be a big part of my life still. Whenever I hear songs on the radio or in TV shows or commercials or movies, I feel like way, way lucky that I can do that. And it doesn't take like a ton of people um, and cameras and sound people and a huge budget to make a record. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, the, you know, I mentioned the pandemic. I spoke with you right before. Did you, when we were sort of really locked down there for months and months, did you have your creative juices flow and pick up the guitar or did you kind of just watch Tiger King and eat donuts like the rest of America? It was a healthy combination of all those things. <laughs> um, I definitely like binged a lot of stuff and also was using it to write the script for this film, for All Happy Families. Colby, my co-writer, and I, um, you know, we we found ourselves, he was an actor in Once Upon a River. He actually played the uncle, the, like, kind of creepy uncle. Hmm. And um, he's, like, so not a creep. So at some point I was like, we should try to write something together. I just had this instinct that he'd be a good person to write with. And, and in fact, we had a great time writing this during the pandemic, just, like, trading pages, having lots of conversations. And then I did write a ton of new songs. Like I, I finished a whole new record that I put out and 
started some other new stuff that I'm ready to put out next year. I have a whole new record done now, too. Um, but I definitely binged a lot, a lot of stuff, too. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think Ozark gave me anxiety attacks, but I couldn't take my <laughs> eyes off of it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm alone in that, either. It was, like, totally addictive. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was your binge during the pandemic? Um, well, I, I did something that most people... I, I took the opportunity to, to run, which I hated, so I dropped 40 during the pandemic. What? That's amazing. Yeah. I, I put no 10, donuts for you. Uh, well, I put 10 back on since then, but don't tell anybody. Um, okay. I also wanted to mention you have such a great name in Harula Rose. It just rolls. And Harula is a great name. It's Greek, if I'm not mistaken, right? It is. Yeah. It yeah. Is indeed. My folks are from Greece. I still have a ton of family over there and I try to go back often. I wanted to ask you because I remember I heard an interview with Dido, the singer, and she said that she hated that her parents gave her the name Dido because she was teased her whole life and she just wanted a normal name. When you were a little girl, did you embrace Harula or did you say, why can't I just be Debbie? Oh my God, no way. When I was a kid, I was like, can I please be like Holly or Hazel? We'll keep the H, but like (laughs) anything else that's not. I was like, what about Sarah? It has an H on the end. Or like like Susan. I was just very much like, can please we do anything else? Like I I would love it. Um, But you know, then high school came around and it started to be kind of cool to have a different name. But Mm -hmm. kids can be mean, you know? Like up until I was like 14, I just like hated it. But then... Yeah, it, it got a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, have you ever thought about doing a project in in Greece, kind of like an homage to the to the roots? Yeah, definitely. In fact, um, I have something brewing with uh, a writer I love. Where um, we're coming up with the story together, and she's writing the script, and it's kind of going to be. I don't want to call it a genre film because it's not like like horror, gory, bloody stuff. Because I hate that, but. It's definitely like in the land of the thriller and, uh, you know, a grounded thing where you're like, is this really happening or is it not? Sort of more like talented Mr. Ripley or like something, something like that where it feels more real, but it's set in Greece. But what part of Greece are you, are your, is your family from? My mom is from Sparta um, and my dad is from Tripoli, these little villages outside of those cities, actually. Um, but they're both in the Peloponnese. And my dad's big joke is that, you know, my mom being Spartan, he always sleeps with one eye open. <laughs> uh, how many times has your mom yelled, this is Sparta and kicked something? Um, you know, there was a phase of that like a while ago, maybe 10 or 12 years ago or something, whenever that movie came out. But um, it was funny, like at, at my wedding, my dad gave the speech and it was hilarious because some of my friends were like, so was that like sort of a threat to your husband or was he just like being friendly? It was so funny. He's like, well, you know, you better be careful. You got a Spartan mother-in-law, and, you know, it was so funny. <laughs> All right, so the 46th Mill Valley Film Festival, and uh, this will be on um, Saturday. And um, how cool is it to do these these runs of um, these prestigious film festivals like this? Oh, I feel so excited because, you know, you live with this thing for so long and you watch it a million times and you're like, I hope it's good. I think it's, I hope people like it. And then just being able to see it with audiences and like, hear people laugh or like make any exclamations or comments or questions is like the coolest feeling. Just hopefully it resonates. And, um, so I'm really excited. And Mill Valley is such an awesome festival. And, um, 
I, uh, I, I should mention that I, I do have um, some special guests going to be around this weekend. I think Ryan and Boots Riley are going to come through, and um, I'm very excited and honored about that because I love those guys' films. Great stuff, as always. Everybody should check out um, mvff.org and uh, check out the Mill Valley Film Festival. And uh, as I mentioned, we have a brand-new movie called All Happy Families from our guest, Harula Rose. Thanks for coming on again, and uh, let's catch up on your next one. It's so good to catch up again. Thank you for having me on your show. I love it. All right, my pleasure. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Ah, we still got another hour on more people talking smack. Somebody showed me a picture of George Kittle wearing an F Dallas shirt, and I thought it was Photoshop. Because my friend in the 80s, Big Niner fan, he's my friend that's the Big Niner fan, he came over to my house when I was at home in high school with an F Dallas shirt. In like 1984, three, whatever. And my dad said to him, I thought you had more class than that. And he went, ah, you're right. And so he took it off and he put on one of mine. My dad's like, you don't have to take it off. And he's like, no, you're right. And so somebody sent that picture and he did. And he said, I thought you had more class than that. And I laughed. I did not know it was real. And apparently Micah Parsons didn't like it. He said, be careful what you wish for. And so then Debo Samuel talking about how if they see each other in the postseason, it might be worse. Samuel said, quote, it was already personal before the game started. 42 to 10. I don't think you want to see us again. It might be a little worse. I don't think he wants to see us again. Parsons said, I just feel like he's making it way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something from that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. If you want to make it personal, we can make it personal. Apparently, Gary Plummer had the uh, same shirt. Gary Plummer, who played at Cal and played for the Oakland Invaders back in the day, and he also played for the Chargers. All right, we'll get a report from the Arizona Fall League. We'll... Take another look at the playoffs uh, playoffs with um, J.D. Sharp. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
USA News, I'm Corey Myers. A member of a prominent Democrat family is now an independent. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., initially a Democratic presidential candidate, has announced his bid for the White House as an independent. Addressing his supporters in Philadelphia Monday, Kennedy Jr. revealed his decision to switch parties. The country is sitting aside on top now of a powder keg. Americans are angry at being left out, left behind, swindled, cheated, and belittled by a smug elite that has rigged the system in its favor. He launched his campaign against President Biden in the spring, expressing his desire to remain unaligned and free from partisanship at the age of 69. I'm John Schaefer. Amidst the ongoing conflict in Israel, U.S. airlines like American Airlines, United Airlines and Delta Air have halted flights to Tel Aviv. The decision aligning with travel advisories from the U.S. State Department, which cite concerns over potential terrorism and civil unrest in that region. Following that abrupt outbreak of war in Israel, Oil prices now experiencing an upward surge. Analysts are vigilantly tracking that situation, especially in light of Iran's significant role as both a supporter of Hamas and a member of OPEC. Iran has openly voiced its backing for the Palestinian offensive. Nevertheless, experts contend that the influence on oil price is anticipated to remain restricted unless the conflict escalates into a broader regional crisis. The United Auto Workers strike has entered its 26th day with union members yesterday at the Volvo Group-owned Mack Trucks joining the picket lines following the rejection of a proposed contract agreement. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. The fraud trial of FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried will resume today. Prosecutors say Bankman-Fried defrauded customers of his digital currency exchange, FTX, and his cryptocurrency hedge fund. If found guilty, the 31-year-old faces over 100 years in federal prison. Pepsi's third quarter earnings are seeing a jump, thanks mostly to price hikes. The beverage company raised prices by 11% on average, sending net sales up 7% to $23.45 billion. This despite sales volume falling 2.5%. 
The NHL regular season begins tonight with a trio of games. The Tampa Bay Lightning will host the Nashville Predators, followed by the Penguins welcoming the Chicago Blackhawks to Pittsburgh. In the nightcap, the defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights will raise their banner from last season before they play the Seattle Kraken in Las Vegas. The Raiders put the skids on a three-game losing streak following a 17-13 victory over the Packers last night on Monday Night Football from Las Vegas. And you want to talk about ending a losing streak. The Raiders have not beat the Packers in 36 years, basically since the Reagan administration. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, <laughs> how do I address this? You know, um, Mark Davis, he was uh, yelling, what an a-hole, at uh, apparently Josh McDaniels for kicking a field goal. We don't know who was yelling at, actually. But there was a, uh, a blonde sitting next to him wearing a, wearing a Raider hat, and apparently she's been seen with him all season. And the New York Post, New York Post said it's a Cirque du Soleil star named Hayden Hopkins. So during the break, I looked up Hayden Hopkins, 19 years old. <sighs> Mark Davis is older than I am. 19. So I thought, what woman? 
Now, I shouldn't say he's disgusting because I talked to Mark Davis a couple times and he seemed like a very friendly guy and he can't help that he's ugly. Now, somebody else said, no, she's 25. Well, the internet says 19, another place says 25, whatever it is. She's a very young girl and the owner of an NFL team in Vegas with a big mansion and he's got a WNBA team and whatever he snaps his fingers and everybody jumps and he's a big celebrity down there and she might be listening on KSHP 1100 AM in Vegas and if you are you can do whatever you want Hayden it's your life I hope you guys are happy but what does Mark Davis talk to a 19 year old about I I don't even know the name of a Taylor Swift song. What is... (laughs) What are their conversations? This is good sushi. What's sushi? (laughs) Oh, bless them. Rick, you're just jealous. I'm really not jealous. If I was that guy and no one loved me, I would not make a 19-year-old love me. Come on back. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, we're uh, waiting on J.D. Sharp, and if we get him, we will throw him on the airwaves of this network, this network that everyone loves so much. There is a uh, reporter, a beat writer for the Philadelphia 76ers of an outlet called Philly Voice, and he has been fired about something that he posted on Twitter. And um, as the way it came down, there was a um, a post that a lot of people have uh, made, uh, a lot of teams have made um, after the horrific um, attacks from Hamas on Israel and then Israel back to, you know, blowing up apartment buildings in the Gaza Strip. I mean, it's just... 99.9% of in, innocent civilians are dying on, on both sides. It's just insane. But the 76ers um, put out a tweet that said, We stand with everyone who is absolutely outraged by the senseless attacks in Israel, by the loss of innocent lives and violence against civilians. And then um, J- Jackson Frank from the Philly Voice, the Sixers beat writer, he then responded on his Twitter, quote, um, this post sucks. Solidarity with Palestine always. And he got fired. I have a problem with that. So, Rick, you're for Hamas? No, I, I, I'm not for either side, okay? You're not for either side? Just, I, I, I don't want to get into the whole political thing, but I am into letting someone express themselves. And, you know, if I was a Palestinian, I'm sure that uh, I would have a, a different view you know, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I do have a problem with a guy getting fired for something that he tweeted. Let's go to our buddy J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. J.D., a couple of games in the bigs tonight. Let's start with the second one first. At 5 o'clock, the Orioles go to Globe Life, and uh, there's no tomorrow for them. <clears throat> Excuse me if they don't win. They're about to throw away on 101 
win season, if they don't win three in a row, it's going to be uh, Kramer for the Orioles, um, I guess, that he's just been named against Evaldi for the Rangers. And, you know, you you were very – we both have been pretty high on the uh, Rangers as a playoff team. I'm a big Bochy guy, and, and you love all the money and talent that they have spent. But I also thought that the Orioles – we're going to win this series just because of this magical young season that they have had. Are they going to win three in a row here? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they could. I really like. I, I like the Orioles in this game. You have all these surprising. He's not that good at home. I think Texas played really, really well. Creamer's, you know, Creamer is. Uh, he is. He's. It's a pretty important game for him because of what's happening overseas in uh, in Israel right now. Mm-hmm. He has a, a religious affiliation there. So I think that Creamer's going to pitch really, really well. Um, I'm not sure. I, I feel more comfortable about Orioles' run line than actual money line. But, I, again, I, I think it's game. I, I think Kramer pitches well. I think Yavaldi doesn't pitch that well. I think the, the Orioles' bats start to wake up a little bit. Uh, Kramer's got pretty good stuff as well. So, yeah, I, I, I like the Orioles just to, just to win this game, but I'll probably just take the money, the, the run lines. It's, it's actually, the odds aren't actually bad. It's like minus 155. The first game, which will be kicking off here in less than two hours, 1 o'clock Pacific, the Twins will be hosting the Astros in Minneapolis. The Twins are perfect in home with their sweep in the wild card round. And uh, my old buddy, Sonny Gray, who's had a fantastic season, he'll be up against Christian Javier, who at one point you could have said was the best pitcher on the Astros. Uh, this is a very uh, tantalizing matchup we have here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. I mean, I, yeah, Gray's been, he's had just an, a fantastic year. He's been consistent the entire season. But this, this Astros team has some really good bats. And I, I, don't, I don't love what the, what the Twins bring to the table offensively. Javier has been inconsistent, but I think he steps it up today. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if both road teams win their games today outright. Interesting. All right. Um, switching to the NFL last night, the Raiders kept their season alive. It probably would have been dead at one and four, but they're two and three. Um, it was a rough watch because both teams were so pathetic. Um, I thought of you when um, McDaniels kicked a field goal, which I thought was the smart thing to do, and Mark Davis started yelling, you a-hole, with his 19-year-old girlfriend, um, is there something going, cause you're the one that's raised <laughs> this like antenna about McDaniels being on the take. Did you see anything weird last night? <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. That was super crazy when it, yeah, there's fourth and one. They've been running the ball relatively well on that drive. Um, I mean, the, the crazy thing I saw last night was Quay Walker went down. That really hurt me. I took, the, I took the Packers of course. And, uh, the, the, the pass interference should have been called at the end of the game. It wasn't, and Quay Walker getting hurt didn't help me at all. And really, Jordan Love's not good. And I, and I said that two weeks ago. I shouldn't have taken him, but I had kind of a rough day, so mm-hmm. I uh, just I just took him. I didn't I didn't do enough research on the game. But yeah, Jordan Love is not good. He's he's nothing near Aaron Rodgers, and I think he's got a long way to go. But no, yeah, that was weird. They should have gone for it on fourth and one. I get it. You know, you know, hit three, you're up seven. But I mean, Love had not proven anything throughout the game at all. Um, you know, they only scored 13 points. Uh, A.J. Dillon's okay, but that offensive line's not great. But the Raiders' defense is actually decent. They're actually okay. Crosby's a maniac. You know, Peters is a pretty good corner. They get they get Bennett back. They get Hobbs back soon. 
Now, Mulrig and Epps can play can play pretty well in the in the secondary. Uh, John Jenkins has been a nice addition, I think, to at, de- at defensive tackle. Tyree Wilson's shown a little bit. So yeah, this Raiders D is actually pretty underrated. Um, they've had really good stats the last two weeks, and one of the games was against the Chargers. So you got to start taking them kind of seriously. And then Jimmy G, yeah, the guy's a walking interception. And, and I, I, I explained this wrong. So Jimmy G, he's thrown seven interceptions, right? But he's only been sacked six times. Why? Because instead of taking sacks, he throws picks. And so that's a very important stat to, to, to recognize. So he doesn't like to take sacks because he's where he's going to get hurt, obviously. And so when he, when he feels pressure, he'll throw it. And um, that, when that happens, you're, it's, it's pretty likely, you know, especially if it's an ill-time, you know, an ill-time situation or there's, you're not on the same page with the wide receiver, you're playing a decent D, that pass is going to get picked. So uh, that, those numbers should be opposite. He should have probably two or three interceptions and like 12 or 15 sacks like a Russell Wilson. But he doesn't like taking sacks. He likes throwing those picks. So, yeah, but he, he is accurate. He's a, he throws 70%. Obviously, Devontae Adams is a very good player. We saw a little bit from Michael Meyer finally yesterday. And then, uh, you know, Meyer's caught that touchdown too. So, yeah, I think uh, I think the Raiders' D is pretty underrated. And if that offense can pick up and Jacobs can start you know, uh, getting that running game going, so to speak, they've, they've got a chance to win uh, more games than people think. Because, I mean, anytime you have a, a pretty good defense and an efficient offense, you got a chance to win every game. And they have a good kicker. Last question for you. Um, we're hearing that uh, a chain, am I saying that right? The uh, running back for uh, the Dolphins is going to be out for a while. And, of course, the Dolphins now have passed the greatest show on turf, the 2,000 Rams, for most yards in the first five games in NFL history, over 2,500 yards. What does that do to that offense, or do they lean on Mostert a little bit more or just throw it a little bit more? Well, Mostert, Mostert uh, fumbles a lot. He's also kind of injury prone himself. I'm not shocked about that chain. You know, he's only five hundred, five foot ten. He's a speed team, but he weighs like 205 pounds. You know, 195 pounds. He's just not very big. He's like Jamal Charles almost, but probably a little faster. Um, this makes me think that um, I really like the Panthers now. Actually, this weekend a lot. Um, actually, uh, they they can match up at, at at you know corner with with their talent at wide receiver Bryce Young. I think Mike. I think the Panthers might actually win this game outright against the Dolphins this weekend. So uh, that is that is music to my ears because I was I was fearing HN because he's such a speed demon. But if he's hurt, that is great. Um, I, the Panthers are actually pretty good against the pass. They're atrocious against the run. But the Dolphins D is nothing to write home about either. And Bryce Young has looked pretty decent. He's He's got you know, 65% completion percentage. Uh, he's got a lot of weapons to throw the ball to. He really understands the offense. I wouldn't be shocked at all if we saw Bryce Young in, get his first NFL win this weekend against the Dolphins with this news. All right, that's uh, J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. we got four MLB playoff games tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for coming by, man. Thanks a lot, Rick. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle, and we got some open lines. Come on back on Byline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. 
Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, Call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, uh, and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Coming up in the next segment, Will McNeil from the Arizona Fall League will uh, 
chime in, let us know what's going on down there with those prospects as we have playoff baseball going on. But fans like me, uh, we tend to try to uh, look at uh, some of the uh, future stars since we don't have any playoff games. All right, you might remember Chandler Jones was a fantastic defensive end for other teams. And then he came to the Raiders and he got a little lazy. But Jacoby Myers last year, now a Raider, uh, threw a uh, lateral that he intercepted, knocked down Mac Jones and raced about 65 yards for a touchdown. It was the most giddy of jumping up and down and laughing simultaneously I think I ever had on a sporting event. Well, then he done lost his mind. Antonio Brown, of all people, that clinical psychologist, he came to the uh, rescue. <clears throat> um, but Chandler Jones pointing his camera at his face, recording, crying. Then they finally dumped him. But he made the claim that Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Raiders, in fact had something to do with Aaron Hernandez's death in jail, and he didn't kill himself. Well... Uh, today, Aaron Hernandez's uh, lawyer from his double murder trial, um, which he uh, killed two guys in uh, Boston in 2012, did Hernandez, allegedly. Um, uh, his uh, lawyer is named Jose Baez, and um, he says that this claim that um, of uh, Chandler Jones is uh, preposterous. He said it was logistically impossible, backed by zero evidence. And um, and by the way, the Raiders getting rid of him, the non-football illness. And, um, of course, days later, uh, arrested for a domestic violence temporary protection order. But that claim ricocheted across the Internet that Chandler Jones implies that Aaron Hernandez did not kill himself. Now, if you might remember two years ago, uh, Fred Taylor, who knew him, great Jags running back in his time, Chad Johnson out of uh, Oregon State and the Bengals, Ocho Cinco, Brandon Marshall, Cam Newton, they all discussed Hernandez on the I Am Athlete podcast. And there was some doubt repeatedly cast upon whether he killed himself or not. Ocho Cinco said there wasn't no damn suicide, is what he said. I don't know how he can make that claim. <clears throat> it's like the Jeffrey Epstein thing. I mean, when Jeffrey Epstein has names <laughs> like former presidents and uh, the names of the royal family, I can see some of the uh, uh, conspiracy theories there. But Baez, his lawyer, not only completely refuted it, uh, he just thought it was troubling that any other notion would be expressed and he spoke to Yahoo Sports in an effort to just prevent misinformation from gaining traction, mostly <clears throat> to help the family that's left behind, especially his 10-year-old daughter, Aviel, and his <laughs> his daughter, Aviel. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, sorry, someone just texted me something funny. That's not funny. Baez said, believe me, if I thought Aaron had been murdered, I wouldn't have stopped at anything. I would have made it my mission in life to get to the bottom of it, and I would have held the state responsible for it. But that's not what I saw. That's not what evidence showed me. It saddens me 
to see more of these conspiracy conspiracy theories out there because Aaron has a legacy and it certainly is clouded, but there doesn't need to be more added onto it. He has a child and she's going to read all these things out there. And I think it is unfortunate for folks who don't have enough of the facts to be throwing that out there like that. And listen, it was a little bit stunning when he killed himself, obviously, because he's a celebrity. Uh, he was 27 years old, and he was found not guilty of those two deaths, but he was still serving a life sentence. for the. And we should name the name of the guys. The two guys in Boston who were killed by him allegedly were Daniel De Abreu and Safiro Furtado. He was serving the life sentence for the two, 2013 murder of Odin Lloyd. But apparently, uh, after he was found not guilty, he sounded upbeat. Baez said that he was on the phone and he sounded better. I don't know how you sound better when you are still in, in prison for life. But at 3.03 a.m., April 19th, 2017, the prison guards uh, found that he had nodded a bed sheet <clears throat> at the Sousa Baranowski Correctional Center in Shirley, Massachusetts, The door had been pegged from behind with cardboard to make it very hard to open, put shampoo all over the floor to prevent him from gaining footing, and then he left behind three suicide notes and had written John 316 on both himself and the wall. Baez said, I was just as shocked as anyone else. I had spoken to him hours before, and we talked about the future, and we talked about good things, and he was in good spirits. It's why Baez caught the first flight possible to Boston and proposed a complete investigation. He said, we had the opportunity to dive into the entire case. I inspected his cell. I saw all of his property. I saw all of the crime scene photos. I saw all of his phone records. I listened to all of the recordings. I was present during the autopsy. We hired the best medical examiner in the country, and there was zero doubt in his mind from what I saw on the cause of death. I didn't see any signs of a struggle on Aaron's body. Aaron was a fighter. He would not have gone down quietly. And he was a big guy. How many bigger guys were that in prison? Not many. And to be able to take him out like that, he didn't have any stab wounds, any other wounds to his body, any other bruises, any other injuries that would make me think he was in a fight. His knuckles, his hands, they were fine. Yes, and the Massachusetts State Police had their own investigation, which is publicly available. They had uh, no doubts that it was a a suicide. And um, look, this guy Baez is one of the most renowned criminal defense attorneys in the country, and he's famed for winning these extremely challenging uh, cases. And if there was ever an attorney that was going to pursue this case, like he said himself, it would have been him. Baez uh, concludes, we are convinced that his death was the result of CTE, and I think the autopsy of his brain and the examination that was conducted by Boston University was quite clear in that regard. CTE is a silent killer, and unfortunately, there is no way to detect it in the living, and for that reason, it is something that we just have to deal with. I think a lot of times people keep suicide to themselves, or they think of it on the fly. I have a feeling that the CTE would come and go with Aaron. I know there were times we complained about headaches, really bad ones. There were times when he didn't feel like himself. So, you know, it's it's one thing to just talk out of your behind, or as they say, talking out of your back pocket in mixed company. 
Is there such a thing as mixed company anymore? I think uh, everyone swears in front of women and children now. And I think the women and children swear themselves. <laughs> but the whole thing about <clears throat> talking out of your behind saying, yeah, that wasn't no suicide. Eh, he didn't kill himself. You know, it's unbelievable. I was watching this show on uh, HBO called Gangs of London, and I got into season two, and basically the head of the crime family, this young guy, rich, handsome, he'd gone through, he just jumped off the top of a building. He's like, oh, I'm getting nervous, and he killed himself. I'm like, I can't, this is so stupid. I can't watch this anymore because it's too unbelievable. Yeah. The, the Hernandez thing is believable, but... You know, when people just say, yep, he didn't kill himself, you're literally talking out of your butt, and it doesn't help his 10-year-old daughter. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back. We'll go down to Phoenix for a little AFL, American Football League. Come on back on Sports Byline. Exergen thermometers are proven to be more accurate than non-contact thermometers. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Clinical studies have proven that non-contact thermometers are inaccurate and can miss fevers. Accuracy matters. That's why the Exergen thermometer is trusted and used by medical professionals. Exergen thermometers are available at Walmart and other participating retailers. Choose a trusted and accurate thermometer for personal use. Learn more about why accuracy matters at exergen.com. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. 800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 
800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. Uh, I don't beat my servants. I'm super nice to them. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show our friend Will McNeil. He's down at the Arizona Fall League. And yes, while these playoff games are going on, if you're a Dodger fan or you're an Oriole fan, you're like, oh my gosh, how do we stay alive in the playoffs? Well, uh, we have not been thinking about playoffs uh, in Oakland since, uh, I don't know, it's been a few years. But there are some very enticing prospects. Zach Geloff came up and showed not only that he belonged, but he was basically the A's best player after they called him up. Tyler Soderstrom uh, needs a little bit more time with the bat, but he's also a top prospect. So in the Arizona Fall League, when you look at the Mesa Solar Sox, of which the A's are a part of, uh, I know, uh, Will, you're down there being Oakland-centric. Let's start off with the A's uh, first-round pick from a couple of years ago, the other Max Muncy, who was born on the same day, which is crazy. But what about the new Max Muncy? Because we know he came in with a little power, but the average was low to start. He's looking better. Uh, he's had a little bit of trouble down here in the fall league. Uh, last night he swung in a lot of stuff out of the zone in the dirt. But his, he's, he's taken more pitches at least. That's something he did not really do very well in Stockton and whatnot, but uh, he's, he's showing a little bit more. He hit a ball last night. It's probably the highest ball I've ever seen hit at Sloan Park. Uh, sadly, went foul, but he's, he's, got, he's showing the power a bit. His defense has always been solid. I mean, there's no questions about his defense. He'll be able to come up and play short if they want to, if Nick Allen can't get the bat going himself up in the big leagues. But he's showing some stuff. He's looking good. Uh, just he needs to cut down the strike rate, strike, strikeout rate. I mean, that's something that's, I think, always going to be part of his game, but he at the most, I think at the very least he could be a utility guy, but he he's got some stuff at least. He I don't know maybe first round pick that's what we want to hear, but I think overall he'll he'll be he could contribute to the big leagues probably some point next season. By the way, whatever happened to Logan Davidson? Is he like a lug nut or is he a rock hound or is he an ace? He, he finished off at the Las Vegas Aviators. I thought he actually might have gotten the September call, but then again we can't call up fifty five guys to the September roster like we used to back in the day. 
which is unfortunate because you, you get to see some really interesting names, really interesting guys come up at that time. But uh, I don't know. He might even be a minor league free agent this year. So I don't know if he'll be brought back or if they've already locked him back up. But, I mean, he made the AAA. He had a decent bat this year between Midland and uh, after his third tour of duty in Midland and then finally making it to the Aviators. He did okay. So, I mean, again, our first-round picks haven't panned out as well as we would have liked, per se. No doubt. All right, so just um, first of all, Banner Island Ballpark in Stockton, this is the first year in I don't know how long, probably since it opened, that I did not go to a game. The the, the feeling with Oakland A's fans was very, very sour uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, And the Cal League, of course, went from high A to low A. Was the vibe still super fun, or did it have kind of a, a little bit of a barfy feeling to it? I mean, as an A's fan as a whole right now, it's not the greatest feeling in the world. It's been a swift kick in the nuts a few different times over the past couple of years, especially this past season. But Banner Island, you sadly, people will try to tell me you will not see the difference between high A ball and low A ball. Uh, if you're a baseball fan and watch a lot of baseball like you and I do, oh, you notice the difference. Since they got rid of the comp, like got rid of the uh, short season rookie ball, so they have a lot of guys that are probably up a level that they shouldn't be at already. So you see guys just coughing the ball over the infield. You see some outfield errors. But, I mean, and you see some good players come through as well still. And then I still PA announce out there. So, I mean, I have a little, I have fun doing that. But uh, when the score is 19-1, to it's really hard to stay motivated sometimes. Is uh, Navy Davey still out there? I have not seen Wavy Davey in like five or six years. He and Rano had a fallen out, so uh, Wavy Davey is not at the ballpark anymore. Rano, yeah, that great baritone voice. All right, I'm going to ask you about some more A's prospects that are on the Solar Sox because there are a lot. The name Lazarito, when he came over from Cuba, it was like, oh, my gosh, this guy could be like Cespedes, but he has taken a long time. Where is Lazaro Armenteros these days? Uh, he finished the season, and he was crushing it in high A for, I think, his fourth tour of duty at high A. Finally made it to Midland. Had a solid season. I mean, again, he's another one of those guys. High strikeout. He's he's a three, I would say probably a two true outcome guy. He's basically a lot of strikeouts, and he hits for a decent amount of power. He had 20 bombs between high A and double A. Uh, again, one of those players, he has a lot of speed. He still has that potential. He's 24 now. So, I mean, we thought he'd already be in the big leagues probably two or three years by now with the hype he had coming in. Uh, I believe he he has a chance to maybe be a fourth outfielder type. Um, not again, not for the money we gave him. That's not what we want to hear. But he again, he's he's finally starting to show those flashes. Maybe he's finally starting to listen to the coaching and whatnot. And also, he's not getting suspended for ten games for causing a bench clearing brawl and stuff. So that helps too. Another A's prospect in the infield besides Muncie is Brett Harris. Your thoughts? Very high on that guy. He was a seventh round pick out of Gonzaga. So I know a lot of people like Gonzaga schools for basketball. Baseball, you don't really hear about that as much. Uh, guys started went double A, triple A this year. Had a game the other night in the fall league where he had zero ABs because he walked four times. He has a very patient approach to the plate. Of course, a money ball philosophy kind of guy. Not a lot of power, which you don't these days for the infield. You want to see guys with a lot of pop. But again, one of those guys with a good eye, good approach to the plate can get on base and probably do pretty well for the A's at some point, maybe next season. The A's have five pitchers on the Solar Sox, which is a lot. And I know you said that uh, Jake uh, Weisenberger, that he already maybe uh, got a little bit of a knock, huh? 
Uh, it was it was gnarly. He's had a lot of injuries in his career since he's been drafted. So he was bas- he's basically trying to make up innings. He's missed most of the past few years with different injuries. Uh, went to make his pitch, like his plant legs flipped or something. He just fell to the ground and he couldn't get back up. And was uh, you could tell he was swearing on the ground a little bit. And uh, when they're trying to, he had to help get help down the stairs, down the tunnel. Uh, unfortunately, you could you could hear how mad he was. He's pounding his trash can with his glove and everything else. It's a shame because his velocity is good. Control's a little wild, but he was touching 94 to 96 on the gun with a fastball, about 83 to 86 of his off-speed stuff. Let's talk about, speaking of Cubans, Lazarito, Junior Tour, six foot six, kind of skinny, had a high ERA, but when you uh, are that dominant looking on the bump, you're going to get a look. Tell us a little bit more about Junior Tour. Uh, so all him in Stockton and now here in the Fall League, same same stuff he's had with issues with Stockton. The, the velos there, the, the pitches are great. Just they need to learn how to locate it a little better. Walks a lot, and then when he does leave it over the plate, it goes a very long way. There was one ball he got uh, hit this year at Painter Island and went into the uh, went into the delta. So I just no. told you how far it got. No, it, it looked on like, a bounce, on a bounce, right? It had to be on a it had to be on a bounce. <laughs> <laughs> it went over it went over the kid. Let's just say I was. Walking around the ballpark, it went over the kid zone. That just tells you it was uh, it was murdered, to put it nicely. All right. Uh, what about Jack Perkins, mutual of Omaha? He's another pitcher. Your thoughts? Uh, he was somebody who I got to see a little bit last year in Stockton when he first got drafted in the organization. Pretty highly touted pitcher. Was only hitting about 93 with his fastball. Finally got to see him last night for the first time this year, and he was touching 97. There's even an article I saw this morning where he's one of the pitchers that has the, had the greatest uptick in velocity. And same with Stevie Emanuels, who's also with the Fall League team. There's a couple of guys, I guess, who have gone through some rehab programs or just throwing programs with the A's. A lot more uptick in our fastball velocity in organization, which is nice to hear because a lot of our bullpen arms, uh, you see other teams in the league throwing 101, 102, and we had guys just going out there throwing like 92, 93. So it's nice to see some velo uptick throughout the organization. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Stevie Emanuel's another uh, tall kid who um, was getting promoted. He had gone from the uh, the lug nuts up to Double uh, A to uh, end the season, I guess, to help with the uh, the playoffs. But uh, what your thoughts on Stevie Emanuel's? He's one of those guys who I thought would actually be a good starter. He has a very good repertoire of like four or five pitches. They decided to make him skip some of that and move him now strictly to the bullpen, where he could throw hot, throw faster, throw harder, and. Uh, last night, control was a little wavering quite a bit. I mean, again, some of these guys had to pitch for a couple of weeks, so I guarantee they're trying to ramp back up. So that is a weird thing about Fall League. Almost have a month off, and you're right back at it. So I guarantee that is a little tough to get back going. But, yeah, it's a good, again, another guy, high velocity, is throwing 96-97, looking solid. Um, off-speed stuff was kind of hanging. Thankfully, the guys down here weren't hitting it. It was a very low-hit game yesterday at uh, Sloan Park here in Mesa. And then one more ace pitcher from Venezuela, Robert Salinas. Your thoughts? I believe he was part of the Olsen. I know he was part of the, I think, the Sean Murphy trade, if I remember correctly. First time I got to see him pitch, man, that guy's a, that guy's a big boy on the bump. Has a little bit of a weight behind him, but, man, he knows how to throw. He kind of gives you that Bar- Bartolo Colon vibes on the bump. Not as fa- Bartolo's fastball body in wasn't as fast, but no, Roy Burr's got some stuff. I'm uh, really excited to see what he does. I have a feeling he'll probably start off with uh, the Aviators this next season. Again, another guy we'll probably see hopefully maybe as a midseason call-up to help the uh, pitching staff at the A's, which, again, we have a lot of stuff in the system. Just need to see uh, 
what other shenanigans are going to go on that's hopefully good to see the guys. You know what's interesting as we look back on the A's here is, you know, probably our most consistent pitcher because he was in the rotation the whole year was J.P. Sears, uh, Waldachuk out of my alma mater, St. Mary's, uh, not great. Mason Miller and opening day starter Kyle Muller, big guys with great stuff, both a little banged up, both also with the high ERA. Luis Medina uh, had his moments but still had the high ERA. Paul Blackburn was definitely not the um, the uh, all-star that we had seen before. Joey Estes got a little look, but when I name all those names – I think I'm most excited about the guy from the Sam Mole trade from Cincinnati, the way Joel Boyle looked down the stretch. What do you think? Uh, that was I got to see him pitch a couple times to finish the year in bed. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought he was, he had a PG going on in Anaheim. Everybody, I was trying to, everybody was like very confused what was going on. Everybody was trying to it's like, uh, yeah, no one knew it was the perfect game. It was man, his stuff was just dominant until he got kind of tagged there in the seventh inning of that game. But man, he's he, I, seriously, we got to phenomenal pitcher like that for Sam. I mean, Sam Hall, was, don't get me wrong, he actually had a very good year, but we got a high-end prospect for that. No complaints out of me. That's, that's a good future rotation piece to build around. And, of course, Mason Miller, if his arm's okay, man, that guy, I just, I love seeing a guy throw a 102 and just just throw guys away. It is incredible. And then, not to be a party pooper, one more year in Oakland, or are they not going to even show up for n- next year? Um, oof, man, I, I'm hoping we get more than one for sure. I'm hoping that, I mean, I, where else are the A's going to go? I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't think MLBPA is going to allow them to play at the AAA stadium in 110 degree heat. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the Reno will take him. I don't know if Sacramento will take him. I really hope San Francisco does not take him because that would just kill every, every little possible last bit of momentum Oakland might have to keep our franchise. So I'm hoping for a miracle. I'm hoping we at least get three or four more years of the good old Oakland Alameda County call. See you. Will McNeil, Arizona Fall League. Always good stuff, man. Thanks for giving us a little flavor and all your insights and info as always, buddy. Appreciate you, Rick. Thank you very much. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come back right here on Sports Byline. the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? 
That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. All right, thank you for that. Now, <clears throat> I started bringing this up. I don't want to end the show on a sour note, but this horrific back and forth with Israel and Palestine and Hamas and Jackson Frank who I never heard of, you never did either probably, but he was with the Philly Voice. He was a 76ers beat writer. And the 76ers put out a tweet staying, stating, quote, we stand with the people of Israel and join them in mourning the hundreds of innocent lives lost to terrorism at the hands of Hamas. Uh, and then um, Frank tweeted out, um, this uh, tweet sucks, solidarity with Palestine always. And so then they said, Mr. Frank is no longer employed by phillyvoice.com. And we stand with everyone who is absolutely outraged by the senseless attacks in Israel, the loss of innocent lives, violence against civilians. Um, <clears throat> it's the same thing when Nick Bosa was drafted by the Niners. He had to apologize for calling Colin Kaepernick a clown in high school. He said, I'm really sorry. I was really young. What? It's just... I don't agree with all these people, but what's wrong with having an opinion? 
It's choking conformity. You have to think like the people in charge say you have to think. And that's just, there's something wrong there. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.